Magical Voyage of the Page Turner. Hello and welcome to this special episode of the Voyage of the Page Turner podcast. And I say special episode because for once we're moving away from the adventure books, the multiple choice adventure books, and we're not concentrating on one of those stories this week. This episode is all about the voice of Voyage of the Page Turner. Not me, but the man that does the voices at the start. You heard him at the start of the episode, and he is also the voice of decision. What will you do, Voyager? Time to choose. And the idea for this episode was inspired by an email I got the other week from listener Simon Lee. Hello, Simon. He got in touch via Voyage of the Page Turner at gmail.com, and he wanted to know a bit more about the voice. Not just the voice, but the man behind the voice. He writes and says, Voice over Sam is soothing and scary in equal measure. <laughs> With that voice, he could probably read the phone book or something as boring and make it sound interesting. So Simon's email, thanks Simon, it sparked my imagination. And I thought, yeah, we don't know much about Samuel Thomas. We hear him every week, but I've never met him. I have no idea who this man is. So we managed to track him down. <laughs> it wasn't easy. He is not an easy man to get hold of. And in this episode, I'm going to go and meet him and find out the man behind the voice. So here we go in this special episode of Voyage of the Page Turner as we meet the voice behind the pages. So I, I've, I've arrived. This is uh, the address that um, Samuel... Uh, Thomas has given me uh, on his messages. It was a handwritten letter um, and it says this is the right place. So hopefully he's in. Oh, there he is here. I can see him. He's coming to the door. Welcome. It's a pleasure to see you. Is it is it snowing outside? Uh, uh, no, it's uh, drizzling uh, a little bit. Do you mind if I come in? Because I am actually getting a bit wet out here. Well, stay there a little bit longer. Okay. Yeah, come on in. Okay. Come on in. Thank you. Sorry, it's um, it's Colin. I, I meant to say at the start who I was. It... I believe, I believe you. I understand the timbre of your voice. It's a beautiful thing. I've been listening to it ah. on our own project, you see. <laughs> well, that's why I'm here, really. Um, what what shall I call you? Uh, Sam? Samuel? Uh, Mr... Borath. That was my born name. Borath. Borath? Okay. Yes. I... Oh, okay. I... A lot of people think that I'm called Samuel. Um, it's easier for people to spell, but Borath is actually spelt with a silent K. Uh, okay. I mean, I, 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 absolutely Borath. I'll, I'll call you that. Uh, Borath mm, Thomas. The Magnificent. Borath the Magnificent. Borath the Magnificent. That's uh, correct, yes. I wonder what the plaque was outside. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, an extremely detailed... Uh, black as well as you I hope you noticed the art mm. it was very vivid I think it's a good likeness it's what I'd look like if I were to wear so very little yeah and what and what was that that was that the appendage what was that made out of yes it's 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 made of corn Mm. Corn is life, you see. It mm. represents rebirth as well. That's mm. what I like about it. I like to stay humble. I tell you what, they hate it here on the Isle of Wight. <laughs> yeah, and I would imagine the corn attracts pigeons and the seagulls. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Man's got to eat. Mm. 
That's true. Well, it's lovely. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's, um, you know, I think it's best to meet you in person because I don't know much about you, really, Borath. Um, and it was... It, well, <laughs> I mean, it's best you don't ask my neighbours. A lot of what they say are filthy lies. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I did plan to maybe get a little bit of a, a an overview of what the neighbours thought of you because it's a bit of a an odd area. You're on your own. You've you've tucked well, yourself. Well, yeah. yes. I mean, it was very difficult to find a property that backs onto a railway line. Mm. But I've been searching for a long time. Mm. I had to leave the mainland, but I found it. Mm. Uh, yeah, and uh, I love the decor outside yeah. as well. That's interesting. Yeah. The the gargoyles on the on the front mm. of this. Yeah. Yes, that's true. That's true. I mean, again, it was difficult to source here in the Isle of Wight, but mm. I, I did find them, and they were they were particularly... I mean, to get them to smile is mm. the hardest thing, and often they're so grumpy, the gargoyles, but mm. what, I, what I wanted was something that was more of a sort of welcoming, welcoming monster. I'm just surprised that they... You've had the, met, the motto, uh, don't come in, uh, above their mm. heads. So... Mm. I mean, well, it, the important thing is to get them onto the doorstep, and then you can really teach them the meaning of rejection. Mm, if you understand mm. me? Yeah. Well, mm. uh, do you mind if I sit down? Can I just move? I'll yes. Just what is that on the chair? Sorry, it's a Teddy Ruxpin. Yes. Yeah, I I, I remember them from the eighties. Yes, like... I have at least fifty percent of the surviving stock. I like to collect things that are timeless. Mm. Uh, many people collect paintings, but I'm not a rich man, so I trawl many uh, online forums mm. via my medium. Mm. Uh, I don't personally have the internet, but there's a, a boy in the village of 14 years old, and his name is Nick, and he mm. goes on the internet for me. Mm. Yes. And he uh, he's, a lot, he's basically been operating this whole operation for me. I, he, he asked me if I'd partake, and I said yes, but I, it's largely on the basis of this boy, Nick, who's had a lot of problems with the law, but uh, he's a trusted ally. So when my producer, Ant, is speaking to your agent, oh. Nick... Ant McGinley. Yeah, Ant McGinley, yeah. Yes, I've heard of him. Yes, I, I, I followed him for quite some time just to check that he was a decent fellow. Mm. Uh, and I must say, uh, yes, it's an extraordinary house he lives in. Uh, you've, I have, I've never been to Ant's house. You've been to his house. Mm. Mm. Does he know that? I w no, no. I mean, that would be sinister, wouldn't it, if he used to realise that I'd already met him. Mm. Yes, no, no. I never, I mean, because I've been to your house, funnily enough. It's a lovely place. Yeah. Lovely place. Yeah. Um, it's the cobbles that I like the best. But I mean, well, um, yeah. I mean, Cornwall can be quite sort of quaint, uh, a bit like the Isle of Wight, really. It's a quite... well, it is, yes, in many ways, and well, spiritual place as well. Well, yeah. Um, I got my third Teddy Ruxpin from Cornwall. Uh, yes. Right, this one with the the Cornish flag on its uh, on its trunks. That was it. If he only had both eyes, but he does not. No. No, he looks quite sinister. Yeah, it's it's mm. funny that you've actually placed him on a plinth as well. I don't know. Yes, mm. yes. Well, I mean, I built them their own room, mm. and that took a lot of manpower. Mm. Uh, and it, it, I must admit, I'm disappointed with the end result. Why? But I think you can agree. Yeah. Why? Well, I was hoping it would be again more retro, more timeless. But mm. it it sort of looks a bit like a a hovel or some sort of torture basement. Mm. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting look. I've never quite been in a room quite like it, I must say. Well, as you can see, this castle is quite uh, quite gothic, quite quite beautiful in a, 
in gothic horror kind of a way. It's it's deeply yeah. affecting for me. Yeah, as you can see. I mean, the the, the, the red drapes and the candle, uh, the actual candles. You don't see that often. Actual lit candles. No, no, no. And uh, if you come round the corner, can you see? Can you see what that is? Uh, <laughs> now that can't be what I think it is. No, it is. Yes, it's a hand of glory. Yeah, and I mean, it, I've got two. And one is made of an actual human hand. It's beautiful. Yeah. The other one I'm less proud of. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't able to pick them up as a pair. So the other one is sadly made of carrots. Yeah. Yes. I, I noticed that it does have a bit of um, mold. Which weirdly, the mold mm. on the end of that carrot looks like a fingernail. That's actually quite effective. Well, that's that is very good. I mean, it's left over from my favourite room in the house. If you come this way. If we, if we just, just just go before we go in. It um on the wall there you have uh is that supposed to be Noel Edmonds made out of sausages on the mm. wall there? Yes, it is. It yeah. is. He's a he's a he's an important man in the twentieth century. Noel Edmonds and anyone who doesn't realise the importance of Noel Edmonds not only to television but to culture and spirituality mm. is uh, wrong. Mm. And furthermore, mean-spirited, and furthermore, unlimited time mm. with forces they can't understand. Mm. Uh, but why? Why have you made the? Well, let's call it a collage. Why is it made out of sausages? I uh, just interested. Well, mm. It was Wednesday, and uh, if you knew the area, you'd know that there's a very reasonable butcher's around about three doors down from me. Mm. Uh, it's a lovely man. He's profoundly scared of me, mm. but I, uh, I, I certainly enjoy his meat. Yeah, well, he, I mean, and did you buy all this? Is this. No, you, no, no, no. Not all of it. Most of it is bought. Some of it, well, I probably can't say on the record, but was liberated, you could say. Right. Uh, a lot of people don't understand the electric jolt of excitement that mm. you can get from stealing meat. I've, I, I, the only thing I've ever stolen uh, was when I was younger. I, I did steal accidentally, really, a, a gobstopper from a, from a small sweet shop. Uh, mm. I, I still feel a bit guilty about that, and I was about four. So Rightly so, though. Mm. I mean, I had a friend who, who used to steal uh, gobstoppers, I remember that. He also stole a great many other sweeties, mm. and it was a slippery slope for him. Mm. It led to serious crime, and in the end he, uh, he, he perished fighting an old man, and they both went over a cliff edge. Right. Horrifying right. end. He'd done many, many bad things. Mm. Uh, he, he, he cheated regularly at board games. Mm. I, I don't know why he was my friend, really. I couldn't trust him. And it goes to show that crime doesn't pay. Sorry, you were taking me no. somewhere, just to, in, down yeah, here. No, yeah, no, this is this is what I wanted to show you. You yeah. mentioned the mould on the on the hand of glory. Mm. Well, it's actually a leftover from this. If you if you look in here, oh, it's the mould room. Oh, yes. I've cultivated the walls. They're covered completely in mould, as is all the furniture as is all of the surfaces, and as are all of these childhood toys of mine, uh, as you can see. Yeah. You can, uh, yes. Yeah. Pungent, isn't it? Well, it's that real is... natural odor. <coughs> Sorry, that is quite a quite an odour. That is, yeah. Fetid. Um, it really makes you think, ten minutes in there, if you're struggling to understand what you're going to do of a week, it solves the problem. <coughs> do you... <coughs> is this where you do, do you your... Mind? I mean, you can tell me if you want to leave, but I'm just going to shut the door. <laughs> well, I just uh, if we can not do the interview actually in here, I would appreciate that. Or maybe uh, we could do the interview somewhere else. Is that would that be okay? Of course, we've got. A, <coughs> no, Sorry, we've only got the one the one seat, haven't we? That's the problem. Mm, uh, okay. um, 
I mean, uh, we, we can do it in here, that's fine, but I just... Uh, uh, there's, another, there's another teddy rack spoon there. Um, oh, I yeah. only was able to buy the, 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 the feet and torso of that teddy rack spin, but it uh, doesn't work in any way. No. I spent far too much on it. Mm. Anyway, you, you're, looking a bit, you're looking a bit green there. No, well, I, I, it's, o- it's, o- it's okay. I, maybe we can just, um, maybe we can do the interview <laughs> somewhere else. If you've got another room, at least another room, we can sit, sit down and do the interview. Of course. Of yeah. course. Do, you, do you need a bucket? You, I'm all right. I'm, your... I'm all right. Um, I, I, I'm fine. It's just, that is, I, I'm glad we've come out a little bit of that room. That is... Well, I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's the only... Bold room. I think certainly in Hampshire and the Isle of Wight, but possibly the south of England. Mm. I've heard there was a mold room in Whitby. Mm. That's the only other one I've heard of, and I'm not sure it was deliberate. I think it was a, a very ill lady. Mm. Uh, just, uh, yeah, it was a tragic story. Mm. I, I've never heard of any mold room, so that's the first. Um, uh, so, uh, do, mm. could we could we maybe take a seat uh, back in here? Is that or is that all right? Just to do the interview. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I've got a number of jelly uh, jelly seats here. You, I mean, you can use the the upholstered ones, but the other ones are very funny. They're they're in the shape of the Mister Men. Oh, they're from uh, they're oh. 1986, and they're yeah. really, really quite beautiful pieces. I paid uh, well. I don't I don't want to boast, but I I paid a lot of money for especially for that with the Mister Greedy one. Mr. Greedy one there is... Um, that's good. That's a... Oh, yeah, because I... I I'm, and the, I must admit, that seat that has the Mr. Tickle arms, mm. that's like a little mm. hug when you sit in it, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I used to have two, but uh, the other one I had, uh, the arms became broken at the, at the wrists, and, and so oh. it actually became very, very dangerous. Yeah, I would imagine so. Could I actually sit in this one? Is that okay? Yeah, do, do. And I say sit, I mean more sort of... Um, hold yourself above the seat because it won't oh. support any adult's weight obviously oh. uh, look at the size of it yeah it's tiny I, okay I'll, I'll, is that I'll, comfortable yeah it's okay it's okay i, I i'm I, i'm perching rather than sitting mm. I'll, I'll i'll admit but I, I we can we can we can work with this um so uh it's going back to what we said it's very nice to meet you thank you thanks for showing me around a little bit um just going back to something you said, uh, sorry, so my producer, Ant... Ant McGinley. Yes, Ant McGinley. When he talks to you and your agent, Nicholas, Nicholas is a 14-year-old boy, is that right? That's right, yes. Uh, yeah. but, and he's your agent now? He is, he is. He was. Uh, he's probably the only man that I've I've allowed, as a man, I mean, he's, he's more of a sort of, you know, anguished youth, but he, mm. he definitely has the sort of bargaining power I desire from somebody who handles my affairs. Mm. Uh, we just got chatting one day. We were both, uh, they, they were putting on a musical, mm. Ride, Ride Theatre, mm. and it was, uh, yeah, no, it was a lovely musical based loosely on Thundercats. And uh, right. I remember they were doing one a year, Thundercats, they did Masters of the Universe, and they also did a wonderful show called Visionaries, uh, and where I was asked to play the role of Arzon. Uh, it was uh, lovely. Right. And uh, also, uh, you know, I, was, I was asked to be an usher after the first night. So that was, it was a lovely, lovely run we had. Uh, and we, we bonded during mm. that point. He was a lovely boy. Mm. I mean, I did pick an old man, 
to be my first agent, and uh, sadly that was uh, it was, was illogical from the start, really. But after fifteen years, um, that, 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 that he was terminated in, in in the most profound sense. Right. Okay. I mean, it is tricky these days uh, with 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 voiceover work and things. Uh, and um, I know Ant. How did you meet Ant uh, Ant McGinley, as you like to call him? Anthony McGinley is um, is is somebody I've never actually physically met, uh, Ooh, but yeah. I have sent every phone uh, correspondence uh, or, or by proxy email Ooh. to him while standing, or at least I've seen him receive most of the emails that I've sent him. Wow. Uh, Right. It just yes. I mean, I don't know if you know, but it, he he does. It's a beautiful property he lives in, uh, but there's a hill not too far from it that really, if you if you're a basically have a basic telescope, mm. then you can you can feel very close, and and it just it's a good way to understand if your performance is really being appreciated. Oh uh, yeah. So so okay. So you you actually stare at people when they receive mm. your messages to make sure mm, they've got that's them. Right. Or, yes. Yeah. Yes, it's it's not a sinister thing. It's not as bad as it sounds. It's just a because if you're putting in for say with Voyage of the Page Turner, yeah. um, I don't really have to. I've tried to play it down when I do when I do my commentary because you don't want to be too sinister. No, I mean I don't want to scare the uh, listeners. I must admit. No, um, no, no. But it's important that they understand the dangers out there. Mm. I mean, uh, some of the outtakes or well, the things you've sent us. And again, mm. uh, you send them in an interesting way. Uh, you send them on C90 tapes. Yes, that's right. Why yeah. Why don't you... I, I know you're sort of new to the internet, but you can just email them the, the tracks what? you do. No, but they, you see, they're audio, so I, I, they, they wouldn't be a, a mail message, you see, so I couldn't... I can't write sound. Well, no, but um, maybe I'll show you later before I go. You can actually send things like that over the internet like sound clips you don't have to do them I, on a tape well I don't, i'm quite well i mean i'll take your word for it but i'm pretty sure you're wrong well, okay well, i i will have to agree to disagree maybe but that is absolutely you can do that i mean it'd be much less work for you than putting it on a yeah, tape going to the post office this, yeah. I'm not editing the two days' worth of recordings down into... It's very concise. I must say, whoever your editor is, uh, it's... It, it, hang on, is your editor... Are you the editor? Well, I do I do some of the editing, yes. I do uh, kind of... Ah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to make out because you're not... You haven't got a clear view into your house from... from, from no, any particular vantage point. Uh, you okay? Yeah. So, so the the, the tapes you you send the tapes in, and we'll go back to why you send it on tape in a moment, maybe. Um, but the the outtakes that we don't use, I said we send you the scripts. I know you've been asked to you ask us to send them in letter form, not on email. So we send you the what we need you to say in the letter. You don't often stick to. The brief, I must admit, it's an interesting listen. No, no, but I mean, a lot of them is. Uh, I do get down at least one take of what uh, what you or Anthony Mc, well, I, uh, Ginley. It is Ginley, Anthony McGinley, yeah. Ginley McGinty. I mean, mm. I, I, I don't know. I'm drinking, so I, I, I do get down what you guys have sent me. Mm. Uh, but I also think sometimes there's a there's there's such a danger. 
mm. at the centre of what you're you're doing. Yes, you're popularising what is a lost form mm. in the Choose Your Own Adventure books. Thank you. Thank I you. remember there was a time when I was when I was oh a young man mm. when I was obsessed with adventure books, or Choose Your Own Adventure books like this. Uh, I didn't read anything else. In fact, oh right. Um, I refused. Yeah. Uh, so, and and uh, for a brief time, I, I had a, a nephew who who was learning to read, and my 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 brother became very very frustrated with me because I I would replace his textbooks with choose your own adventure books. Oh and, right. Uh, okay. It mean I to this day think he's a very sharp thinker. And an imaginative soul mm. because of that. Mm. But uh, yeah, I got I got very deep into them. But I feel at the the heart of these books is danger, and you have to be prepared for what's out there. Yeah, well, you do. I mean, it's a it can be a scary world. When was the mm. last time you you left your house? It doesn't look like you've you've been out for a well, while. Well, there's no real reason to leave. I mean, I do usually navigate the uh, the, the, the whole island mm. via a series of underground tunnels that have been around long before I have. Wow. Uh, but it's, uh, often I only go out to visit my friend the butcher mm. and maybe uh, rummage through a few bookshops and mm. see if I can find anything of note. Knick-knack shops, of course. Mm. But other than that, uh, I generally stay here in my palace, in my castle, in my beautiful, beautiful house. Yeah, you, yeah it's, a, it's a lovely, uh, I'm going to say bungalow. It's not got an upstairs. It's a bungalow, well, isn't it's it? Well, it's got a downstairs. I'll show you oh. that in a minute. Would you like to sample the basement floor? Um... Well, is there mould on any of the walls? Well, don't worry. There's plenty of mould. But it's not an actual cultivated mould room like the one next door. No, 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 no. Just a bath. Oh, oh. We can have a look. We can have a look down there in a bit because I'm interested to see into your life. Uh, but you keep calling it a castle. I'm, 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 mm. I'm interested in that because uh, it, it's, it's not a castle, is it? It's like a well. You it's know. a castle of the mind, isn't it? Well, it's, in in many ways, it shares many aspects. I mean, look at the amount of uh, stone I have here. Yeah, that, yeah. Is that real stone? That's not real stone, is it? Is that real? Not, not well. What is real stone? Well, it's stone uh, from like the ground, from a granite. In that case, it's not real stone. No, it it looks. Certainly, uh, with the lights low, it definitely looks like stone. And what do you associate with castles? It's right, stone walls. Well, yeah. well you do. And that's why mm. it just adds to the gothic feel of the place. Mm. Uh, and the and the the mannequin there, dressed as a knight, that would also be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I based that on uh, on a castle I saw in an episode of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, he's in a very interesting position. Now, that's not an, a standard knight's fighting position, is it? That, that kind of No, stance. no, no. But it, it asks a lot of questions that I don't have the answers for. No, and I don't think I want to ask the question to the no. answer, really. But he'd win a lot of jousting fights that way. I mean, I think it's safe to say that he is... He looks comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, if not... It's it's an interesting way to fight with that mm. 
with that attire of from the waist down, isn't it? Yeah, hmm. yeah. It is true, it is true, but it's also probably more aerodynamic with that kind of stuff on. Uh, I think... Yeah. And also, mm. what you fundamentally have to understand is that it's not cheap or easy to get hold of suits of armour, or even to steal them. Again, is this something that you've... Uh, got uh, kind of on a, on the, on the, on the sly, let's call it. Well, uh, I and a number of associates. Yes, mm. uh, it wasn't a one-man operation. Mm. Okay, it was a two-man operation, and mm. I, I, you know, that man. Let's not name names, but uh, it's good to have an agent you can you can trust. Okay, so you and Nicholas stole a, a suit of armor from a castle. That's the short version. Mm. I mean, I'm hopefully this won't go anywhere, uh, Borath. Uh, what castle was that from? Because I'm sure at some point they'd want it back. Mm, well, it, it, it wasn't one castle. Because, oh. you see, obviously, it, it's quite a unique look. It's, it's many ways, it's a sort of an, uh, oh. an omega, a sort of an ultimate set of armour, if you will. Uh, because there's a little bit of at least six castles from around the UK in there, because people understand that if you walk out of a castle with a, a suit of armour, mm. you're presumably a collector or some kind of fiend. But not so if you go with just a gauntlet or a, mm. a, a helmet or maybe a, a godpiece here or there. Mm. Oh, it's interesting, though, that you haven't... The boots don't match, you'll notice. You haven't introduced the codpiece in this particular arrangement. That is definitely... No, no, I'm wearing no. it. Do you want to see? Oh, yeah. no. Oh, OK. Yeah. OK. It's very uncomfortable. Yes. I'm not a small man, as I've... Wow. As I've made perfectly clear. Yeah. Um, OK, I've seen... I've seen that. I'm just trying to work out where to look. Thank you. Thank you. I have got a belt. Yeah, it was interesting. Like you're in that throne. I'm going to call that a throne mm. that you're sat in because it is. It is. That is. It's quite gothic as well. That throne. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Now that is again something that was designed for me by by a, a graphic designer. I I know he was very 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 talented. Mm. Um, but but it took a long time to build and. I mean, he, I think it was a labour of love. I think he really enjoyed employing quite a few people to make it and build it. Mm. Um, as you'll notice, that uh, a lot of what I, a lot of what I do is is dependent on on marrying the two spiritual neighbours of eighteenth century, seventeenth century, fifteenth century architecture, and the nineteen eighties. That's a 1980s calendar up there on 1986. Yeah, it's 1986. Absolutely, it's uh, it's from Shoot magazine. Oh, and uh, it, it does. It's 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 got some beautiful images of footballers <laughs> doing their thing. Yeah, that, balls. that's Kevin Keegan, is it? August. It is. Yeah. it is. Yes, mm. Kevin Keegan is a wonderful man. I have a lot of time for him. Mm. Uh, he is in many ways. I always thought, you know who Kevin Keegan reminded me of as a footballer? Um, I don't know. Go on. Hmm. Merlin. Merlin. Uh, uh, what, the wizard? The wizard Merlin, yes. Really? Always something about the way he moved at speed made me think that's just how Merlin would move. If he was playing football? If he was playing football, but I also thought, is football all Kevin Keegan can do? Mm. So we think he might have been a wizard as well? Quite possibly. The Earth is not always as you see it, is it? Well, no, and but I've never seen a wizard with a perm. No, 
But that's not to say that there isn't one, because has anyone ever seen what Merlin looks like? Who's to say? Well, we... A lot of people have very tight curls, naturally. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, you've got quite long hair yourself. I imagine mm. that mm. Merlin would have a similar hairstyle yes. to yourself. I mean, uh, I'll be honest, a lot of this is neglect. And I, right. I regret having let it grow out quite so long without brushing it. Mm. Yes. Because uh, it's quite painful. Yes. I uh, get it, a caught on things sometimes. Chairs, yeah. people. Yeah. Is there is there a Mrs. or Mr. Borath? Both. Yes, there's both. Uh, hmm. I, for many years, uh, uh, was was married. Um, and I, I do I do respect and love marriage. Hmm. I think it's a it's a profoundly magical thing. And I, you know, I loved it and, and respected it so much. I did it four times simultaneously. Oh. Um, and then when I was able to marry a man, I, I married a man as well. Hmm. Um, and I'm hoping that. Uh, they never meet. So is, don't, no, don't, yeah. don't let that get out, obviously. Uh, I won't ask you to cut it, because that's just destiny, but I, I, I would probably ask that you don't make any sort of murals or, or, or introduce me as, as the bigamist, you know. No, I, I, won't, I won't do that. Uh, it, it, I mean, again, is that something on the Isle of Wight, is that one of the laws that you can do that, or...? It's not strictly legal, um, uh. and it's not strictly limited to the Isle of Wight. I do get off the island now and again, but I mm. must say I've been a neglectful husband to all of them, mm. uh, in that I, I have not seen them for probably going on, well, mm, it's probably 15 years now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult when you, you know, you're mainly trying to send them. I do send them audio recordings. Much the way I send you audio recordings, I send them oh. audio recordings saying, hope you're well, I'll be back soon, mm. that sort of thing. Mm. So none of them actually lived here or do live here right now? No, 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 no. I'm my own man. Right. It allows me to play the field. Well, I say play the field, play in a number of fields via my tunnel network. Mm. Which I do want to see. I do want to see the tunnel network. That's yeah, a... I mean, you're 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 hastening. I mean, I must say, you're edging, edging out of out of this house. But I think you'll find that the doorway that leads to the lower level, yeah. the basement levels, yeah. um, is actually a little bit further in. You need to come in and then turn round the corner. And okay, well, you go down the stairs. Yeah, well, let me, let, let, let's. There's no light. No, it's. I mean, it's already very dark in here, with, just with the candles. Shall we go mm. and have a look downstairs? Is is that? Let's go downstairs. Let's go. Uh, just briefly. A lot of people expect that I live in somewhere that is luxurious, and they listen to my voice and they mm. think, "Well, there's a man who clearly lives in some sort of elegant mansion." Mm. But that's not true. No, 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 no. I live in quite a modest place. That's why I built down. Yeah, uh, before we, uh, when, when I came in, before we came in, uh, it is mm. modest, but you do have a moat. I noticed the yes. moat. Yes, uh, that, it was dug, well, yeah. not myself, but it was dug by some a very trustworthy man who, who really puts the work in, mm. yeah, for his, for his money. There was no, man. there was no bridge. I had to, I've got. No. 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 I mean, I, I'm sorry about Well, that was the one weakness with moats, wasn't it? There was always one way in. They said they protected you from invaders, but mm. they didn't. No, no. Well, no. I mean, I, I mean, it's very shallow. But I've got really muddy feet. Mm. I'm sorry. I should have took my shoes off oh, when I came I in. I, I wouldn't worry. I mean, I don't hoover as such or clean as such. No. Um, I'm one with nature. Mm. Well, that's clear mm. with the mold room, isn't it? That's yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. That's that's nice. So mind the steps because there's. 
I mean, there's cobwebs and droppings and whatnot, you know, your usual fare. Mm. So I would, but it's a sort of a carpet of sorts. Come on down, come on, just come and have a little look. Okay. Uh, there's no light. No. So uh, I'm just going to turn on these lava lamps. Oh, that is, now that, well, at least that gives it a, a different type of atmosphere anyway. Yes, yeah. it's sort of vaguely pornographic, isn't it, well, would you say? Um, it's, In a it's, sort of a, mm, you know... Seventies way. I was aiming for eighties, but I'm hoping to get some neon strip lights put in. Mm. Something really classy. It, it, it makes me feel like I'm inside, like some kind of alien blob or something. You know, it's that mm. that kind of feel mm. to it. Mm. Um, it is embryonic, like a womb. It's like a womb. Yeah. Um, but do, do you? Uh, let's talk about aliens. Do you believe in any of that stuff? You do have a few. Oh yes, I think. Yeah. I, I I pity the people who don't believe in them. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty certain that they're watching me the same way I watch so many people here on this island in a you know in a in a way that is about learning nothing sinister. Mm. Uh, oh, mm. I, I although uh, I think some people might say the way you watch them is a little bit sinister. I don't I don't mean to cast aspersions, but you might be seen as a little bit sinister by well yeah. A lot of people don't respect my clothing choices while I'm. I like to call it human twitching, because as you know, twitching is merely watching birds. Mm. So I am only—it's—it's it's human twitching, mm. and they object to the phrase for starters. But mm. they also object to what I wear, mm. and what I have to wear is something that fits me very tightly to keep me warm. Because a lot of the time it's raining or indeed snowing. The weather's very unpredictable here on the Isle of Wight. Mm. So often I find myself wearing. Leather, occasionally PVC, and occasionally army fatigues, often all at the same time. Mm. But at least they stop calling me the wizard man. Right. Or the, the yeah. 80s man. And often, mm. I tell you what a lot of people don't realise, mm. the most comfortable thing you can wear around the house mm. is always a shell suit. Wow, yeah, because that, that bef until you showed me the cod piece... Uh, I was enjoying the the shell suit and, and the elasticity mm. of it. Um, yeah, well, a lot yeah. of people don't understand that you can wear shell suits and they don't have to be formless if you accessorize them with PVC or leather goods. Mm. You'll notice that I've wearing these galoshes as well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's nice. It, it, it um, how does the shell suit? Uh, go along with the naked flames you have around, the candles. Not great. Mm. I'll admit, not great. Mm. I mean, I, I have some very uncomfortable injuries uh, mm. that are still... But I've never burned the place down. So you tell me what a hazard is, because I'm doing just fine. Mm. Have oh, you I left all the fires on upstairs, didn't I? Yeah. Ah, well, it'll be fine then. Uh, uh, well, hopefully. Have you ever burnt yourself on any of the candles? Frequently, yes, mm. frequently. Mm. Uh, one arm has no hair on it mm. uh, pretty much year round because mm. it, I can't seem to get three months without burning myself to a crisp mm. on, on that arm. Uh, I, I was a hairy man, uh, certainly with my back and chest and and, and the rest of me, but uh, that changed uh, around about 16 years ago oh. when I set fire to 87% of the hair on my body. Oh, you know, you don't um, have to take your shell suit. No, please don't take that off to show me. Mm. Oh, that's a shame. You see it. That's so, a shame. This, this is the, you know, oh, well, I mean, a lot of people don't understand, but if you look at my back, look at the back. It's, it's, it Good. looks a lot. Gosh. A lot. Wow. Does it not look? It looks like a Mitchell brother winking at you. Can what? you see it? But you've added to that. that you've made it look like Phil Mitchell. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh yes. Well, my other friend, well, one of my my inner circle here is a tattoo artist. Wow. So if I just flex my shoulder blades, huh? 
Oh, sorry. I felt a little bit sick yeah. then. Sorry. That, yeah, look at that. Oh, oh sorry. I've seen him that. do that. Now, do you want to see oh, Ian Beale? No, uh, where? No, 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 no. Well, come on. Oh, come my, on, take a, oh my God. my God. Yeah. That that's is, right. Now, ah, oh, how do you. seen it. How do you uh, do that? Stop it. Yeah, no, it's not easy. It's not easy. Oh, oh that I've is. I've done my back. I've oh, done my back. That is. Jeez. That was a bit like I've seen someone do something called the helicopter, but not the mm. Ian Beale. That was awful. No, no, no. But I mean, it's important that it, I wanted to represent my favourite period of Beale, which is the moustache period, Whoa. and that was thankfully easier. Uh, but I, I won't be doing any more headstands. Oh, can we just okay, okay? Can we just not just stay at the top of the stairs just for a second, mm. just to get some fresh air before we descend any more. Mm. I'm sorry, that was took me by surprise. That took... That's quite all right. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's quite difficult. I mean, I shouldn't really be pulling those kind of moves at my age, but mm. that's yoga for you. We, uh, uh, well, actually, it's weird. I had one of my questions, which I've uh, totally forgotten now, especially after seeing that, was um, on your uh, CV that we had to do the voiceovers. It, it, we got the location, we got your name, although I didn't know it was Borath, but it just says age unknown. Do you actually know yes. your age, or do you not know your I age? I try to forget my age, and by that I mean there's my age as we, as we count years, in which case that means I'm older than I should be. But if I think about my age spiritually, mm. well, how can you put a number on that? Well, I often commune with spirits that are far older than me. Right. Okay. Well, so yeah. so you're not willing to tell me how old you are, basically. Uh no. 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 Yeah. Uh, it's 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 over twenty seven. Well, I, 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 no offense, but I guess that from uh, just meeting you uh, on the doorstep. I don't mean to offend you. Uh, it's the light. No, it's the light. It's the light. Mm. A lot of the time, people think that it's it's just the light and and the absence of so very many teeth. Mm. Yeah, almost. You've you've only got one or two at the front. Mm. Is that right? Or the ones I need. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, well, do you mind um, as we? I see you've got a, a stannis stairlift to go down. Mm, can I? Yeah. Can we take that? Is there any way we can? Or can I take it? It's a quite steep stairs. There is the stairlift, and I I presume it works. But I also, well, let me let me let let me let you try something that's pretty special here. Okay. Just if you go to just just stand over there. Okay. Bring it. Bringing it through. Okay. Who wants to take? The toboggan. Oh, that is a toboggan made out of pieces of Jenga. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't worry. Yeah. I've soldered them together. Yeah. So, and we toboggan down the stairs. We do. Mm. Why Jenga pieces? Why not just actual wood? Well, Jenga is is party wood, is it not? Well, well, well I suppose so. You, you you might play it at parties. Yeah. I mean, this mm. and this is fun for you, is it? This. Dangerous, yeah. yeah. Jenga, Jenga says charisma. Jenga says ambition. Jenga says thinking outside the box. Wood says wood. Okay. Well, uh, do you often go down the stairs in on the Jenga boggan? Not often. Not often. In fact, uh, it'll be something of an education to see how it goes. Oh, I fear that it's going to break to pieces, and so just get on the back here. There's no. Let's go. Let's go. <sighs> okay. So, uh, and this is just gravity taking us down, is it? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's a, it's a spiral staircase, so you're self-contained mostly. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, let's give it a go. Uh, if I just tip, yeah. But there. Okay. We're going ah. faster than I imagined. Oh, 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 oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Oh 
okay. Are you okay? Oh. Are you okay? Oh, I, it's, I'm okay, but your shell suit has not come down the stairs with us. You've left the, the trousers are still at the top. No, that's okay. As you can see, oh. I'm now, I sort of look uh, like a, a beach version of Iron Man, don't you think? Well, it's, it's sort of Iron Man on the beach. All he got is what he needs. I can, your, silver, your Ian Beals come out. Your Ian Beals come out. Can you just put that away? No. Shh. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> you, do you remember in the EastEnders when he turned into a bit of a tramp? Yes. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. I, well, again, there's no price you can put on the value of drama. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've we've made it down. I've I think I've hurt my thumb a little bit on one of the banisters. Um, that's okay. That's, uh, that's okay. I've I've broken at least two toes. Yeah. But pain uh, is just a number. What? So, and th- and this is. Uh, what do you do down here? This is mm. different entirely than what I yes, imagined. Isn't yeah. It? Isn't it? Well, I like to. My collection is down here. You see, a lot of people think I'm. I go out of my way to be gothic. It's true, I love gothic. Mm. Gothic decor, gothic yeah. values, yeah. and mostly uh, gothic iron. But I also enjoy luminous, glow-in-the-dark items. Oh. Now, I did say earlier there were no lights, and if you just shut all light out, as I forgot that, pull this lever. No, it's completely dark. If I turn off the lava lamps... Oh. Now, look. Oh! Glow in the dark, everything. What? Everything is glow in the dark. Whoa. So you tell me who needs light. That is... Yeah, all of it from no later than 1989. Wow, that is impressive. Mm. And Some uh, garbage pale kid cards over there, you see those? Yeah. And uh, yeah. Hang on a second, on your, uh, on your forehead, is that an, an luminous tattoo? It is, yes, yeah. I didn't notice yeah. it upstairs, obviously. What, what is that? What is... Well, it just, it reads bury me, because if I were to have an accident here, uh, I very strongly feel that I, I don't want any more fire near me. So mm. I would rather, you know, that's all it's saying. Oh. Just instructions. That and uh, there's an address at the back of my head. And if I lift this bit, there, oh. as you see, the top half comes off completely. So just right. oh, you God. look at the Good scalp. God. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I don't know if any if you've shown anyone that before, but... No. Well, I mean, I, as I said, I'm very good friends with a tattoo artist. Yeah. So I can, I can pretty much pick my designs. And you know what I designed? Yeah. I designed a whole network on my forearm of an imaginary tube network. You see? Oh. See, the names, yeah. all of the stations, relate to TV hosts who have been disgraced. Yeah. Oh. Beautiful. Okay. Mm. All right. I Frank mean, Boff Central. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, there's a lot. There's a few I won't, I won't repeat. Uh, and there's uh, some that I, I've just... I've just put in because I think it's a matter of time. And as far as Andy Peters, uh, Andy mm. Peters Archway mm. there, what I, I think Andy Peters isn't disgraced, is he? Or no, he's not. But do you know he's been? Nobody believes me when I tell him this. But what mm. do you see when you look at Andy Peters? You think there's a man in peak physical fitness, don't you? He is quite buff, yeah. What I would say is there's a man who's been competing on an illegal fight circuit for at least twenty-five years. Really? Yes. Right. He's undefeated. Uh, he is. Uh, I saw him once. Mm. He came. He, he came over to ride, and he. What we have to understand is there's a lot in ride. One. What it's known for mm. is that underneath uh, ride there is, there are several large caves, mm. and one of them is known as the fight cave. 
Oh. And I can get to it from my room. And a lot of people watch basketball. Some people watch netball. But I watch fighting, mm. illegal fighting. Mm. And I'm pretty sure, because he was wearing uh, not so much of a mask as, as some form of visor, but he was, it was, it was unmistakably and, uh, Andy Peters. Mm. Oh, and wow. uh, he, he fought with the ferocity of a caged lion. <laughs> Wow, I've, I never expected that because he seems quite mm. timid on on TV at the you oh, know, when you see him. Yeah, you think, but it's it's all coiled rage, right? All coiled rage. Mm. I noticed when I watched this morning that him and uh, Philip Schofield do have some mm. underlying tension between There's them. Something. Yeah. How do you how do you follow Gordon the Gopher with Ed the Duck? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that has to be... Now, I don't know, but I'm 99.999% certain mm. that the man who lumbered Andy Peters with Ed the Duck yeah. was Philip Schofield. Right. Spike him. Yeah. Spike him before he starts. That's what it is. Mm. Schofield mm. 101. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, it makes sense now that you're saying it. There's mm. definitely some tension there. Um, yeah. And down here also, uh, I, I wish the, the viewers could see this. Now, that is a luminous, uh, full-size mannequin of Traegar from the mm. t TV series Nightmare, isn't it? It is, and do you know that's actually Traegar's original armour right there? And it's certainly the, the sort of the, uh, the, the, the period wear that he wore, all the, all the sort of the, yeah, the, the studded stuff. Yeah, the robe. That outfit. That, that hoodie robe thing, yeah. Yeah, the robe, it's all there. Um, and it's, uh, they've had to re-released sort of a game or I think a, an, a, an experience based on Nightmare. Mm. And they put out an appeal mm. uh, as to where his original outfit was. Mm. And uh, I can tell you, I laughed for several days thinking, uh, well, if you, if you leave these places unlocked. <laughs> well, and, and where is it from? Is that from a TV centre, from ITV? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. There was a time when I, I worked for them. Oh, right. Because we, mm. we could do, Anthony, well, Ant, my, my producer, Ant McGinley, was, mm. we wasn't sure mm. what you'd done in the past. Your CV was a bit sketchy. We'd heard you, yeah. we'd heard you done some sketched. very sketch. It, it was, it was odd because we knew some of the voiceover work you'd done. Uh, one was for Pop Tarts. Yes. One well, was. Well, again, nobody forgets that Pop Tart. Uh, advertising campaign. Yeah, what what was it the was, slogan at the end again? I because I, mm, I it does. I, I think it, uh, I wanted it to be pop 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 you tart, but I was told that that might sound hateful. Right. So instead, it was. Uh, then I went for once you pop, you can't stop. Ah. Uh, and the guy said it would never work, but ten years later, mm. you know what happened. Yeah. Became a slogan that all those kids were saying it was like every kid in the country mm. was spitting in my face. Right. So in the end, we went with Pop-Tarts, yeah. And if anyone remembers that, uh, I, if you don't mind me asking, because I know probably people do mm. ask you when they realise that you are mm. the Pop-Tart voice, can you just yes. do it as, if, as you did it in the advert for us? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, kids. Pop-Tarts, yeah. Yeah. That was roughly it. But it was a bit more... I, back then, I had more echo, mm. because there were many, many, many uh, devices that I could call upon, right. one of which completely masked my voice. Uh, you know, the sort of... Um, voice they gave Jerry Adams in the 80s. Oh, For yeah. a while, uh, yeah. we had the same voice. 
because of my natural tone, my, my tomb was was much the same as the man who voiced Jerry Adams. I knew him, he was a lovely chap. Oh, okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah. it was quite a, well, we were both went for it, and only Ooh. one of us was going to get it, and apparently I made him sound more threatening, not less. Uh, yeah. In the end, he got Jerry Adams, I got Pop-Tarts, so we we'll called it a draw. Yeah, yeah. And, mm. and, I mean, it's done well for you. Like, people always remember that advert, the, the aggressive Pop-Tart advert, yeah. Well, that's it. it. It was meant to be passionate in a sort of a loving way. Right. Because I thought, what do I... I really love Pop-Tarts. That's what I thought. I thought I really love Pop-Tarts. Other children mm. must love Pop-Tarts. Adults love Pop-Tarts. You know, mm. dogs probably love Pop-Tarts. Why mm. cover that up? Mm. Why don't I channel directly how lovely Pop-Tarts were? And of course, this was the early 90s. Mm. Uh, I'd been trying to get the job for at least four years at that point. Mm. And... I was very excited to get it because hospital radio doesn't pay very well. Mm. Uh, and as you know, a lot of my early work was, um, was, was, was hospital radio. Yeah, and we, I did know that, but um, I didn't want to mm. bring it up. The, the, the reason no. that you had to leave um, mm. St. George's mm. FM in, in London. Yeah. Um, mm. I mean, do you want to talk about that? We can do. Well, I had a clear remit, and I'm not ashamed to say that if they ask me to read poetry, I decide what poetry I read. And it was never a problem. We mm. went to Roger McGough. We, you know, they even let me read some Bukowski, and that was no problem. Mm. The problem was when I decided to uh, incorporate what you might call racy poetry into the... Now, listen, mm. you're lying in a hospital bed. Mm. Why wouldn't you want something a little spicier? And mm. I read it. I regret maybe some of the choices I made purely because they were too short. Mm. And that's how not sorry I am. Mm. I, I think I think maybe the the older people in the hospital at the time maybe just wanted yeah. some Pam Airs or something oh, like that. Oh, but you I know. mean, you know, listen, there, there's some beautiful erotic poetry around. Not by Pam Airs. Pam Airs didn't do that. Well, yet... Yet. Oh. Well, no, definitively not. But what are they going to find? Mm. Listen, all I'm saying is that every poet worth their salt has probably got a folder with erotic poetry in it. Do you think Wordsworth maybe went down that, went yeah, down that yeah, route? Yeah. Well, I mean, I would hope so. Yeah. It would enhance his legacy, I think, mm. if there was just something mm. he wrote about, you know, sort of... Uh, standing there in front of the sea, mm. you know, and just uh, exploring yourself. That would that would be uh, a much better Wordsworth. Right, yeah. The, mm. the, the golden field of daffodils he talks about. Um, yeah, that great, would, great. Yeah. But what's in the golden field? And, you know, if you think in that golden field are two younglings rolling around, you know, and possibly uh, a, a naked sorcerer. Yeah, maybe it should have been called Golden Shower of Daffodils. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not into the, 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 the seriously kinky stuff. And, mm. and I mean, that was what annoyed me about the situation at the hospital radio, is that it was a very loving poem, well, or set of poems. And, and of course, I don't know whether they just didn't notice and that they presumed nobody was listening, but they let me get away with it for at least three weeks. So, yeah. and yes, sure, at three in the morning... I'm sure I wasn't monitored as much as many people, but were they really crying on the wards? Were they? Well, no. I mean, I mean, in my notes that I've left upstairs, but did mm. you didn't you do some of your own poetry on there? Um, 
the Grim Reaper mm. is by your yeah. bed. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was one of them. And was, well, again, there's a truth, and I always speak my truth, and my truth is universal, and I think that's just basic logic. Yeah. So I often, if uh, the specter of death is everywhere, mm. isn't it? Even if you're showering, you know. Yeah. Even yeah. if you're skipping through a bouncy castle, mm. there's always the spectre. You know, you never know when a plane is going to fall out of the sky and land on that bouncy castle. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. that was all I was trying to portray mm. in several vivid and, yes, spirited monologues. But I think, yes, the spectre of death is at your door. It was a lovely, lovely piece. I had those three hours between 1 and 3 a.m., and I made full use of them, and I think it really... It didn't set my career back in any way. I mean, mm. I went on to, to do Pop-Tarts, admittedly under a different name, mm. but it was, it was fine. Is, it was that fine. Where, is that where the Sam Thomas came in, when you had to read? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, what's the most disarming... Samuel Thomas, that's not even a real name. It's, it's, it's just you can't have two first names. Well, well, no, um, but I suppose Elton John has, you know. Well, is it Elton John or is it Elton Johan? Uh, well, I, I don't know. I've never met Elton John. Have you met him? Do you? Well, no, you know it's not actually his real name. Uh, actually, it's not, is it? It's... Do you know his real name? I do. Dwyforth Pennyforth. Uh, <laughs> is it? I thought it... Okay. Yeah. All right. Right, Don't believe anything else you hear. He was born Dwyforth Pennyforth. Right. Okay. Over two hundred years ago. I've seen the the, the film about him. What the Rocket Man mm. film? I don't. Lies. Yeah. Lies. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's that in that? Sorry, something just moved in that corner. That's mm. a very dark corner. Is that a tank? Oh, oh yes. Look at now. This is again. It's a tank that is lit completely with uh, non-electric light. But have a little look at that that's hang on a second <laughs> is that an, an electric eel yes it is well um, it's it's a beautiful his, his name is tiger why have you got an he's quite aggressive isn't he oh of course yes no he doesn't like the dark well why have you got him in the dark then you've got only got him well, covered with blue what's it called dark well light? that blighter won't light up and i keep on trying to make him but he doesn't so I just keep on, and we just have a bit of a standoff sometimes. I stare at him, and he stares at me. And I think on some level, we understand. You could put him outside in the moat, couldn't you? That would be I nice. could, I yeah. could. But I think the trick is mm. that I think there are a lot of goldfish in that moat. Uh, and oh. it, it would lure him into a false expectation that he would get fed every day. And then there would be that dark day, mm. probably about a month later, where he's run out of goldfish and he thinks, where's the food? And suddenly I'm the bad guy. Yeah, and you might be at the next meal as well, you know. Mm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I have no doubt that he's a canny, canny creature. Mm. And I'm not entirely sure that he can't get out of that. Mm. And I'm not entirely sure that he hasn't been upstairs. He's who else would leave that slippery trail all over the floor? He's thrashing I around mean, a lot. I don't think he's very yes, happy. Yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, it's a form of dance. Is it? Is it really? It looks like he's just mm. angry. No, no, he does that. He's fine. He's uh, Tiger has a sort of an exhibitionist side, if you will. Mm. A lot of people have said, why don't you put him in a bigger tank? Why don't you put him upstairs? Where did you get him from? All those sort of uncomfortable questions. Mm. And I say, none of your business, none of your business, and he doesn't like it on the rocks. So yeah. it's one or the other, isn't it? I wouldn't ask, why haven't you got him upstairs? Why haven't you got... I wouldn't ask that. I would say, why have you put him in a bow tie? 
Yeah. Uh, because it just adds a little bit of comedy, doesn't it? A lot of people say I'm very intense and very uh, uncomfortable to be around, but I have a sense of humour. Look. Mm. Mm. Look. Oh. Look. Wow. Look at him. Yeah. He Look at him. Yeah. I, I mean, when you said earlier that one day you might be... I think I said it. You might be his next meal. It, it almost sounds a bit like one of these ends in the book where someone gets killed by an animal. I mean, we've had that in these books. I, I find yeah. that amazing. Is it? I just What I can't believe about these books is that they're all based on true stories. And that is extraordinary. Mm. Because you think of the scope of those books. For it all to be true is just inspirational. Is it true? I think episode... Episode two, episode two, we had someone go to Atlantis, um, mm. which... And I don't know where Atlantis is, and that's just amazing research. I don't know if it's true. It's, it's a mystical well, place, isn't it? I Myth and legend. Think, yeah, I mean, I appreciate that there is a legend, but I, I think also what you have to accept is that you're wrong and it's true. Mm. What about the uh, abominable snow... I can't say it. Abominable... I can't say a bonnable snowman. The drink? Well, I, yeah. I've never been able to say a bonnable snowman. I think, but they don't exist mm. either, do they? Yes, yes. I mean, I've seen some snowmen, and they—I've seen abominable snowmen as well. I mean, they—they they, they are truly. I, I just think polar bears exist. So why not abominable snowmen? Well. Okay, I mean, I've never seen a, a, a yeti. Let's call it a yeti. I've never seen one. Mm. I've never been anywhere yeah, to I've see never them. not seen one, though, have I? Well, do you get them on the Isle of Wight? You don't get them on the Isle of Wight. I don't know. I can't be awake 24 hours. That's so there's true. no real way to know. Mm. Thinking uh, about it, that's terrifying. Oh, God. Where does that... Sorry, I don't, not that I want to go into it, but that little tunnel down there, mm. just... Uh, it's, a, it's a knee height. Um, it's my homage to Wee Jimmy Cranky. Oh. Jimmy. So you crawl through there to the Cranky Room? Is there... A, don't tell me there's that a Cranky Room. the Cranky Room, room yes. You, well, mm. there's a portrayal of Wee Jimmy Cranky, mm. and he, uh, he... He's... he's. I made him out of clay, and to be honest, I would have displayed the room more prominently, but the final result of my homage to wee Jimmy Cranky is, is quite upsetting. Really? Um, mm. He, I mean, you could argue that the original wee Jimmy Cranky is quite upsetting, but yeah. this is more upsetting than, right. you know, wee Jimmy Cranky and his, his, his husband. Mm. I, I don't. I mean, I, I, I sadly I haven't got time to go into the cranky room, and I think for this you could go in, but it would be very difficult to get out. I've only really managed to put in some some rudimentary cameras uh, to to get an idea. Once I'd walled it off, uh, it was it, uh, I I made a few vital uh, errors with the measurements. Hmm. Okay, well we won't we won't go in there, and and, and I think it's probably best to, if we head upstairs and then we can just finish mm. off the interview. Yeah, um, let's do it. You probably yeah. are, you know, yeah. And just be careful at the top of the stairs, because when the light hits you, sometimes it can be disorientating. And I'm not saying people have fallen back down the stairs, mm. but just don't, don't. Just hold the rail. 
these are pretty steep stairs. As we're going up the stairs, um, these now these are posters from different episodes of Going Live. Is that right? Mm, yes, that's right. Uh, yeah. I always liked the one where they came and visited the Watercress Line in Hampshire. Right. It was lovely. Yeah. Uh, they came on a train, which I think is how most people should arrive at any any given. Certainly, if they're uh, television personalities, uh, they should. Uh, there was something just logical about them arriving on a steam train and uh, it was a beautiful episode and 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 i think it's uh it's a pity it's not with us anymore that tv show as it is a pity yeah. that the 80s aren't with us anymore yes you are aware aren't you that it isn't because <laughs> i've noticed that the calendar the posters mm. you have a filofax by that rotary telephone there yeah on, yeah, on the yeah. hall table well um, listen i mean it's the 90s. I accept it. It's fine. Um, Things change. We okay. move on. And yeah. it took me a long time to leave the 80s, but I'm finally there. Uh, yeah. So in today's... Because I've got to leave soon because I'm being... Uh, I've got to... They all leave. I, it's not that I want to leave. Uh, I've just got to get a taxi back well, to... Well, we could stay. You know, there's well, nothing to say that you couldn't stay for maybe a week. Uh, well, I, I do have a taxi it's, booked to get back to the station. See, there's a bed some... in the mould room. You can't see it. It doesn't. Look, it looks a bit like a table mm. uh, and also like a sort of... Um, like a mound but it, it is it is a bed there are there are sheets they're stuck together but that mm. won't take more than two hours to undo no i just think i mean uh, please please put that down as well uh, you're being a little bit threatening mm. now with that mallet i don't it's a mallet's mallet i get it i get it it's a mallet's mallet yeah. but why it's are the you mallet's mallet again unlock doors i just want to can i just go now because you're just getting a little bit if you think you can go you won't get a taxi that's well, all I'm saying. What can, can I go? You just leave, leave, leave. See if I care. I mean, I do care. You can keep on, you know, sending me the the, the voiceover through the boy. Uh, I'll happily continue. I think it's important that people learn the truth about the world. Mm. Why is why is the door locked? It wasn't. It, why... Oh, that. Uh, well, listen. You've seen the amount of stuff that I've got from people who don't lock their doors properly. <laughs> and uh, that was the only... I tell you what, I'll unlock all of them. I'll unlock all of them. So every bolt. See? Oh, See? You can okay. get out any time you want. Even this thing. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, well, it was lovely talking to you. Um, I'll get Ant to... It's uh, nice to finally talk to you. Yeah, yeah. It's been interesting. Um... And and thanks thanks very much. Um, I, I, I'll speak to you soon. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll... Are you just going to walk all the way? It's two miles into town. I don't you... mind. It's fine. I'll I'll get I'll hitchhike from the from the gate. Anyway, nice to talk to you. Au revoir. This special episode of Voyage of the Page Turner was improvised by Colin Lego and Samuel Thomas. Edited by Colin Lego, and of course, special thanks to Ant McGinley. The regular weekly episodes of Voyage of the Page Turner that are based around the multiple choice adventure books come out every Monday. And if you want to get in touch with the show, it's at Page Turner Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And of course, you can email Voyage of the Page Turner at gmail.com. Until we meet next time, remember, no actual eels were hurt in the making of this episode.